Slowly reducing the amount of processed foods in your diet really is helpful when you're wanting to lose weight and maintain the weight loss. The reason for this is because processed foods has so many chemicals in it and so many preservatives and carbs and things in it that are foods that make it addictive. And so part of it is reducing the amount of addiction to those foods. So those foods make us want to eat more. There's literally chemicals in them that make you want to keep eating more. I'm guessing you've had that experience. You have a bowl of potato chips or you have the bag of potato chips and you start eating and you keep eating and you keep eating and you think, why am I still eating this? This does not make any sense, but it tastes so good. Those are chemicals that have been manufactured in order to make you want to keep eating them so that you will keep buying them so the company stays in business. When we think back to our grandparents, our great grandparents, they didn't have those companies putting those chemicals into those foods. There wasn't even an option at the time of making this video. I'm 53 years old. So I grew up in the 70s and 80s. I grew up in a log cabin in the middle of nowhere, basically, we grew all of our own food. We had some goats and a horse and chickens, and we preserved our food for the winter, and we had really cold winters and hot summers. And this hot summers helped us grow a great big garden. And so those foods that we ate were all one ingredient foods. There's no chemicals being added. It's all whatever seeds we put in the ground, grew that plant, we harvest that plant, and then we preserve that plant corn on the cob, we would have corn and we would take a knife and we cut all the kernels off the corn, put them in bags and put those in the freezer. We'd have those to eat throughout the year. Same with peas and beans and all of those types of plants that we could grow in our garden that we would eat. So we were mostly plant-based. My mom did not buy very much meat when I was growing up. We'd had hamburger, we had chicken meat, we had eggs, and my dad shot a bear on the back porch. We had bear meat. He'd shoot some deer, we'd have deer meat. So, you know, we did have some meat sometimes, but not very much, but we had a lot of breads. So bread at every meal, some type of bread, whether it was pancakes or waffles or coffee cake, muffins, all of those kinds of things for breakfasts. My mom made all of the bread from scratch. So we'd have brown bread sandwiches for lunch. And then for supper, we would sometimes literally have a loaf of bread and then other times we'd have, you know, pasta or we even learned how to make tofu and of course a dessert. So none of that was processed foods other than the fact that the flour is a processed food. It's had to go to a factory in order to take it from what it looks like out in the field to what it looks like when it's ready to be made into buns or bread. My dad bought a wheat grinder, so we basically processed the wheat ourselves from the kernels. So it wasn't very processed at all. Other than the sugar that my mom went through in sackfuls, we ate a lot of sugar. It was a fairly healthy upbringing that I had besides the sugar part. I'm grateful for that part. I'm not grateful for the addiction to sugar that I had from as early as I can remember, I was addicted to sugar. So I'm not grateful to that part, but it is what it is. I don't have a choice in that. I have a choice now, now that at the age of 53, I understand that I'm addicted to sugar and I can do something about it. I am also addicted to processed foods, even though I didn't have very many of them. One of the reasons is because I didn't have them, they were also taboo foods. 
There were certain foods that we were never allowed to have in the house. They were wrong. They were bad. They were evil. And I would have them only when I would go to a friend's house once in a while. And those foods, unfortunately, became an addiction to me because of the taboo, partly. It's like, oh, I can't have that, then I want it more. But in general, I was addicted to sugar. So that just continued because I had so much sugar growing up and I had so much sugar in high school when I would spend all my money on candy and chocolate. And it was an addiction. It was because I couldn't stop. That's how I knew it was an addiction. But I didn't know it was addiction. I didn't name it until very, very recently in the last few years. All the sugars that I've been eating is processed foods, but I've added many other processed foods. I don't eat the way I did growing up with all that organic farming, because I don't have an organic garden out in my backyard right now. Been very few times I've been able to garden in the last 30 years. And so I have relied on factories to create food that I eat. I'm relying on the factories to create the foods, especially the foods that are non-perishable. Those foods have added chemicals to make them not be perishable. So I used to eat granola bars all the time and protein bars and cereal, all of those kinds of things that are processed foods and they're easy to keep in the cupboard for a long time. And I used to feed all those things to my kids a lot. And it's just recently that I'm realizing all oh, those are processed foods, those all have chemicals and they make us eat more than we want to, more than we should. Uh, I don't want to use that word should, but more than we need to for our body. And unless we actually have the one ingredient foods, and this is what I've done in the last two years, is really narrow down what I eat to, do I recognize the food from the beginning to the end of the cooking process? And it looks about the same. That's a one ingredient food. It's not processed, it's just cooked. Cooking helps the digestion. And it's super easy, super simple. I don't have to read a label on a cucumber. It's a cucumber. I don't have to read a label on a tomato. It's a tomato. So it's very simple way of eating. It's very weird. It's very different compared to what I used to where you follow a recipe and there's 10 ingredients in the recipe or baking. You know, baking it was such a huge part of my life and it's not a part of my life at all anymore or a very, very small amount. I'll try to make keto baked food sometimes, but those can be addictive for me because they remind me of another food that used to have the wheat in them. And then I start to overeat on them. So I really have to limit those. So getting the processed foods out of our diet takes time. It's really a challenge, but it can be done little bits at a time, maybe swap out um, having the cereal in the morning to having fruit if you're gonna still keep eating three meals a day or something so just slowly slowly trying to get those processed foods the fewer amount of foods in our cupboards that have labels on them and going back to basic one ingredient foods I don't really eat breakfast anymore I don't eat breakfast foods anymore I basically have dinner foods whenever I eat so my breakfast, my first meal, looks like my supper last night and I reheat, I make a lot of food. I bulk cook for three or four days worth. I'll make roasts, I'll make chicken, potatoes, sweet potatoes, lots and lots of roast vegetables or boiled vegetables or steamed vegetables or fried meat, bacon, eggs, boiled eggs, all kinds of things. And then I'll basically mix and match for my meals. So I don't have these typical breakfast foods anymore. And it's been a change. Oh my goodness, it's so different than the way I used to eat, which was get up, have a certain type of food because that was breakfast. 
and then you didn't cross over. You could go to an all-day breakfast restaurant, which was weird because breakfast foods were meant to be eaten at breakfast, and then lunch foods are lunch foods, and supper foods are supper foods. That's not what I eat anymore. Like, it's, it's just weird. It's just weird to basically have the same types of food throughout the day. But I feel amazing. I lost the 80 pounds. I'm able to maintain it. So it's working. I'm going to keep doing it. And I just still tweak a little bit. And once in a while, I'll cheat and have a hamburger bun because I'm out with friends. And I've healed my gut and healed my body enough. I don't actually notice it, which is wonderful. I don't actually feel sick or feel I have a stomach ache because I'm having that extra bread. So this is just a long narrative about processed foods. I went down lots of rabbit holes. Hopefully you'll be able to understand, just slowly start to take some of those processed foods out and replace them with other foods that are one ingredient. It will make it a lot easier. Thanks for watching. Have a great day. This is the book I wrote after I lost 80 pounds and I wanted to share it with the world because I finally solved my yo-yo dieting dilemma. It's available on Amazon. It's, I have it in color, black and white, hardcover or the paperback version and also Kindle. I'm hoping to record the audio version of it for an audiobook. So get your copy today on Amazon. This is the companion to my weight loss book. And I created this after about a year of maintaining the weight loss and looking back over what had worked for me. And it's 12 weeks worth, 12 different sections. And it's everything from writing down the carbs, writing down your daily food intake, your measurements, your weigh scale, gratitude journal, keeping track of new habits that you want to do. And you can use parts of this book, all of this book. You can cut out pages, put them on your wall, anything that you want to use to make it practical and to make it stick, to make it be this is the last time that you're going to lose this weight. You're not going to yo-yo diet anymore and having that goal and knowing it's achievable is wonderful and your life will change. I guarantee you if you lose the weight and maintain the weight loss, like my life has completely changed. So get this today on Amazon.